Coming up, I went to City Walk, so now I'm going to share my experience from my house in the Orlando area. This is the Universal Edition of the Dis Unplugged. This is episode 260 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I am all by myself for what this is. And it's going to end up being a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, not just because I'm all by myself, but because we don't have that much to share. So you might be saying, hey, Universal Orlando just submitted their plan for reopening this past week and they got the approval for it and everything is now set for them to open to the public on June 5th. That's big news. Why aren't you talking about it? Well, the main reason why we're not going to talk about it this week is because we already talked about it a few days ago. So Rhino and I got together uh, right after the the proposal was finished with the Orange County Economic Task Orange County Economic Task, I'm not going to say it right, the task force, the Economic Recovery Task Force, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, Rhino and I did a live stream for about 50 minutes where we broke down everything that Universal Orlando discussed in their plans to reopen and and. So we already we already put all that information out there. And uh, in the time since we did do that show, there has been some updates uh, pretty much the next morning after that show. Uh, Mayor Jerry Demings did sign off the plans and sent them to Ron DeSantis. And uh, pretty quickly after that, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, did approve those. So now Universal is all set to to go ahead and open up on June 5th to the public. They're still going to be doing their June 1st and second opening for team members only and then third and fourth for invited guests so we'll have more details about that as it gets closer or when they when they decide to release that information which i believe will be when when it gets closer to that time but in terms of the general public opening june 5th is set in place and beyond that after after they they did say that that the plan was completely approved by governor desantis not a lot actually changed in the uh, in from what they proposed to that task force to to what they ultimately are putting in place. The only big re uh, the big change that that we found when we were looking through it all is that the free face mask, if you don't have one, seems to just completely disappeared. So that was that was a very promising part of the 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 pitch that they did to the task force that was if if you didn't have a face mask upon your arrival to Universal City Walk in Universal Orlando, then you would be given one free disposable face mask. But that is now gone from from all wording on there. Now in the uh, frequently asked questions section about the new operational 
final procedures at Universal Orlando Resort. It does say that if you do not have a face mask, then upon your arrival to Universal Orlando Resort, you will be able to purchase one. And uh, there are plenty around. That's one of the things that I will I will mention about my time at Universal City Walk. There was there was more than enough masks. If you did not have your own, if you still don't have your own, uh, you can show up in. And you can easily get one for every single person you know and probably a lot more. And beyond that, uh, the only other thing I really wanted to go over in terms of the any changes since we did that original live stream, which which hopefully you already watched, um, they, they kind of we, we didn't really touch on Volcano Bay as part of that. So I want to make sure that we here on on this one uh, i go over what was really put out there in the faq that universal released uh, because volcano bay was kind of a question mark for us but the time that we recorded this information wasn't out there yet but then it, it came out quickly after but uh so i'm just going to read off a little bit of what they said in terms of volcano bay and uh so in the FAQ, it says, how how will you implement social distancing guidelines at Volcano Bay? Uh, Universal says, overall, Universal's Volcano Bay will follow the same guidelines and procedures as the other theme parks. Some of the specific measures they're taking to implement social distancing at Volcano Bay includes limiting capacity on each attraction, including rivers and poles, which that's pretty Pretty straightforward. For multi-person raft rides, only one travel party will be allowed to ride in a single raft. Please note that Volcano Bay's standard height and weight requirements will be applicable, so that could cause some issues. I believe that was part of the plan that Universal did propose to, but just wanted to repeat it anyways. And then lounge chairs will be placed in a fashion that allows travel parties to sit together while also maintaining at least six feet of distance between other guests. In terms of wearing the face covering on slides. Face coverings are recommended when you can't socially distance at Volcano Bay, but they are not permitted on slides and poles because, of course, your face covering is pretty much useless if it does get wet. So also, will Volcano Bay team members wear face coverings? Uh, Face coverings will be required for team members in the dry rolls, but uh, team members in the wet rolls, the lifeguards out there, they will be wearing. uh, I will not be able to say this right. I've looked it up six times and I just it makes no sense. The uh, balaclava (laughs) when they cannot socially distance. Uh, And, of course, um, they kind of have to follow the same rules as guests that they can't wear. They can't wear any of the face coverings on slides or in pools for those safety reasons. And just in case people weren't wondering, the tapu tap. Just in case people were wondering, the Tapu Tapu wearables will be clean and sanitized like like they always are. They would not give out those those little uh, Tapu Tapus um, without them being very clean. So I think that's pretty much uh, the 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 gist of it. So only other thing too was that guests will have to wear face coverings on all attractions. The only exception will be for attractions that include significant amounts of water as part of the experience, as well as volcano bays, slides and pools, uh, hand sanitizer. Like we talked about in that live stream, it will be everywhere. 
including uh, prior to getting on a ride vehicle. Um, so that's that's positive. But uh, that's yeah, that's really it. So a majority of the attractions and experiences within the parks are scheduled to open. Select experiences may not be available during this phase, and some queue experiences may be slightly altered as they implement their new procedures. So we'll get the additional details and specific experiences soon. So we already know uh, part of this was that virtual line was going to get implemented on more attractions. And I know that uh, if you, you go and open up the app already, a lot of the attractions that did not previously have virtual line, they're starting to to signify that they do have virtual line. And you know, Revenge of the Mummy is is one of those ones just to just to use that as an example. So as as they get closer to reopening, I'm sure we'll start seeing it on more and more. And then the last thing, the very final thing, as I've said that I think three times now, uh, with the hotels, they still haven't shared any hotels as of the time that I'm recording this and right before releasing. But uh, one of the one of the things that we do have as a hint towards it is that if you go on loweshotels.com or Universal Orlando's official website and you look for a hotel, uh, you can book starting June 2nd. However, they they haven't said anything about it. Maybe those reservations will end up getting canceled. I'm not quite sure on that, but it is it is technically there as as being available to book starting on June 2nd. So that's what we know about the hotels right now. So that's kind of the last the last massive question mark in all of this. But anyways, let's get down to it. Talking about Universal City Walk and my experience there. So last week, if you watched the show, you heard from our special guest Vincent from Vincent Vision about his experience going on opening day. And of course, Rhino and I shared that we weren't ready to go on opening day. Day. However, we felt like we would maybe consider going to City Walk uh, once once there was a little bit more time to see how everything was happening and that we felt better based on what Vincent said. So I got to the point where I was finally ready to go to City Walk. I felt like enough time had passed that you know, if if I timed it right and went during a time that didn't seem like it would be super busy, then I'd be comfortable with it. Plus, I hadn't seen any negative posts on social media about being there in in a couple of days, and I finally I, I finally couldn't live without having a donut much longer, and I wanted that fresh voodoo donut. So, uh, all the signs pointed me in in going there. So I I ended up going, and I. I don't want to say I have mixed feelings about it, but I, I'm not, I, I'm, I was not as blown away as I was hoping to be. And I know that, I know that my take on it is probably a lot harsher than a lot more people out there on it, but, uh, I, I don't want to say that it's anything that Universal is doing wrong. I, I think that Universal, uh, definitely set up great procedures but i think the ultimate failure that i was noticing is from the people who are showing up there uh, that that was mainly the 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 issue that i had during my entire time there but i'll i'll really break it down uh, as as far as once you show up in park i i love that universal was actually parking people like unless it's a super busy day at universal before all this chances are no one was parking you they would 
they would pretty much uh, point you down whatever aisle you needed to park in. But then it was a free for all once you got to your parking spaces. So right now, while they're actually parking people out in every other space, it's actually very, very smooth and easy to park at Universal. So I really, really enjoyed enjoyed that change. Uh, when I walked up to the temperature screening area, no one was there. So I timed that really perfectly that it was just completely empty. So I had no issues with having to wait and space out the six feet apart. Uh, it was a quick and easy process. I didn't film it because I, I know other people have filmed the entire temperature check and there's, I guess there's nothing wrong with it, but something about it, like if, especially if I was to capture someone else getting their temperature checked, I, I feel like that's almost a violation of their privacy, but that's just, that's just me on it. So I didn't actually film that entire area, but just my experience of, of walking up, it was quick, easy and, and painless. I will say we went on a day that was, uh, it was about 90, I think 96 when I got out of the car. So even in the, even in the parking garage where it wasn't, there's no sun coming through, just the, the amount of heat and humidity in the air was uh, pretty terrible. So I, even with that, still didn't have a problem passing the temperature check, but I can imagine that uh, as it gets hotter, it will, it will get worse because uh, it, it was already a hundred degrees one of the days this past week. And, and on that day, when you're, when it's a hundred degrees outside already and that's your base, I, I just I, I know that's not your body temperature base, but when that's the amount of heat there, I could I could imagine it could start causing issues very quickly with it. But uh, it was like I said, painless. I didn't feel like there was any invasion against me at all with the temperature check. Simple, simple uh, outside the the face temperature gun. Like I, it really could not have been any easier. I will say when we left. Uh, their crowds had finally shown up and and it was really, really bad at that point. No one was distancing in those lines. Uh, some some people were trying, but then uh, other other groups were not being as respectful. And and there was only when we went, there was only one team member there. And and so it's kind of hard to there was three people checking temperatures but there was only one team member dealing with the different lines to get your temperature checked so i feel like it's without extra staffing it could get very difficult uh, to to really manage that line and uh, make sure that everyone's distancing and i just realized i keep going back and forth between saying i and we I'm talking specifically about my experience there, so that's when I'm using I, but my wife was with me too because she wanted to try it out just uh, just because you know it's it seemed like the perfect environment for her to get back out there and start experiencing experience the world a little bit more where uh, there's plenty of hand sanitizer around, people are washing their hands constantly. face masks have to be worn and and distancing so. So she she gave it a shot. I'm not speaking on behalf of her. So I'm going to keep saying I and we, depending on how I'm speaking through this. So I apologize for that if it gets very confusing. But Rhino was not with me for this. So that's why I'm just kind of doing this real quick without him, too. But anyways, that 
I, I feel like that will back to like only one team member being there kind of separating people in the different lines for the temperature check. I feel like that's going to be the one recurring trend is that Universal set up really good systems. But in terms of the amount of team members they had around, I feel like it was kind of lacking. They could they could have a lot more. But uh, moving on, uh, temperature check is right before you have the walkways to get to the security hub area. And at that point, security was pretty much painless as well, too. Again, in this area, for some reason, when we were there, the security areas that were open didn't have distance markers on the ground. So people just were it was a kind of a free for all. And the the ones the gates to or the metal detector areas that did have the distancing markers, those were all closed off. But you could still kind of see the general distance that you're supposed to keep. But because the ones that were open didn't actually have the markers there, people just kind of ignored it. So that was a little frustrating, but they were sanitizing the the baskets, I think, pretty much every single time after someone used them. So uh, in terms of being clean, they were they were definitely being clean. And so moving on through to City Walk at, at that point, uh, again, people were kind of just bunching up into groups, walking, spreading out very far. And I'm not talking about people who separate parties. I'm talking about big parties were just like taking up the entire walkways, not really paying attention to anyone else around them. So that was getting incredibly frustrating that you had to follow behind a really slow person, a slow group, if you wanted to keep your groups together and that they weren't being conscious of the other people around them. But, uh, Again, I'm going to keep repeating this over and over again because that was the recurring trend. But once we got into City Walk, the the entire area, and you know, have the sign in front of us that says City Walk, Bubba Gump's on our left, left, movie theaters on our right. Then it was pretty, it, it was pretty chill right at the very beginning. So not a lot of people were there, but uh, immediately hand sanitizer is pretty much everywhere uh it's it's not that hard to find hand sanitizer so um i it was there was a couple just outdoor ones set up but then if if you needed some of course inside all the restaurants and and the shop that was open there was plenty available so that way you could you could clean up and uh that's it's one thing that i kind of wish that universal would do that disney's done is is have the portable sinks for hand washing so i haven't used them at disney so i can't speak of speak about them in that way but i will say that it's it, with City Walk, you know, there's there's bathrooms inside the venues, the the sit down venues, as well as uh, three, two or three public bathrooms in City Walk. So there's there's sinks around that you can wash your hands, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like it could really benefit by having more accessible sinks just out in the open to remind people to wash their hands because i i know when we were waiting for a pizza at red oven pizza bakery uh that's right next to where the bathrooms are located in the one area of city walk and i can say that in the 10 minutes that we stood there we didn't watch a single person go in and out of the bathroom uh so if people aren't going in and out of the bathrooms that means they're also not washing their hands so Unless they're eating at a restaurant and then they are, but 
beyond that, uh, very, very interesting. But uh, just walking around, it was pretty, pretty nice. Again, the main issue that we dealt with was uh, it just in some areas that I don't want to say they're a little bit tighter, but in some of the bigger areas like the where the Universal Globe is, where people want to take their picture, it just felt like no one was kind of paying attention to where other people were. So you could be standing in a place where you're like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm away from everyone, but then someone would just randomly come up right beside you, nearly touch you like that. That was, that happened a couple times to, to, to me in particular, Kylie was distancing herself out a little bit further. So she was avoiding that. But for me, it kept happening where I'm like, why why is this person invading my personal space right now? Why wouldn't they just wait for me to walk away if they want to stand in that exact same area that I was in? And and it wouldn't have been a big deal, but uh, I would say I, I would say uh, maybe about one in every ten people that we passed by, someone was either not wearing a face mask or they had theirs completely pulled down still on their face and just walking. But uh, we saw way too many people who just weren't wearing a face mask at all. And, you know, it's, it's great that universal has these checkpoints like at security, they're checking to make sure you have one as soon as you get off the walkway and in out of, like out of the parking area to get to city walk, you know, they, they have people checking to make sure that you're wearing it and telling you, but then we found that as you're kind of spread out around, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of people kind of just stationed to hang out to, to make sure that people were, were following the rules in that way. And, and I can understand why people were wanting to take it, take their masks off. One of the, uh, one of the things that I can say I was completely wrong about was just on a very hot day, how terrible it would get to be wearing a mask in uh, in the parks and such. And I didn't remove my mask the entire time that I was at City Walk. We were there maybe about 45 minutes, give or take. And I, I would have said probably about like 30 minutes into it. It would have been very, very nice to to be in an area where where I could remove it. But uh, yeah, the the guests that were just pulling down their mask or not or taking them off until someone told them to put them back on. Uh, unfortunately, too, it seemed like they were the ones who were kind of just they didn't care about staying away from other people too, as if uh, they they just don't want to follow the rules and and don't care at all. So that was very discouraging. Um, it, 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 especially when there wasn't a lot of people there, but I, I, I figured this was going to happen anyways. I, I wanted to believe that every single person would follow the rules, but I obviously knew that that wasn't the case. I just, I wish there was more, more universal employees around that were actually telling people to make sure they put their masks on. We did see quite a bit of team members having to tell people to put their masks back on, but it was only kind of like if they're moving from this section to the next section and they just happen to see someone, they would walk over and tell them, but there was too many gaps where people weren't actually saying anything. And that was kind of the big takeaway. Uh, the store, we went inside the universal studio store to me, that was the most mishandled of any any area. There's just 
it, it's just too tight of a store. So there was n- really no distancing happening. Uh, as soon as you were trying to see someone and be like, okay, well, I'm going to move around them. You're just running into another person. So I, and I didn't see anyone actually limiting the amount of people going in and out of the the store when we were there. So that was, that was very uncomfortable. And, and then there was one person while we were in the store. I, I know that, that, one person in the store flat out had a face mask on and it was just completely pulled down around their neck and no one was telling them anything about it, even though there was there was people in the store that they were interacting with, but no one was actually saying anything to that person. And that was getting frustrating as well, too. So the store was kind of a mess. Uh, we so I said we we got a pizza from Red Oven that was that was easy as could be. So, and, uh, can't really complain about that at all. The only thing I will say with that is it's great that they're encouraging universals, encouraging people to use mobile ordering when available. But the problem right now at city walk for especially annual pass holders is that they're offering all these discounts and there's always a food discount, uh, for, for pass holders. But right now it's even, even greater. So it doesn't, it doesn't apply though if you use mobile order through the universal app even though you can put your your pass in your app it still doesn't it doesn't connect for like discounts so that was the only the one of the things that was kind of irritating as well too that you know you show up and you want to use mobile order to to limit the amount of interaction and contact with other people but you don't get the same discount that you would get if you had just walked up and and actually dealt with them uh person to person so that that's one thing that i would like to see changed but maybe maybe it will maybe they're still working on things uh went to voodoo donuts as well because had to have that donuts that was the main motivation to get out there and again can't really can't really knock anything on there besides the other other guests in there that just weren't paying attention to markings and that's you know that's that's going to happen if if people don't if other people aren't taking it as seriously as you are, then you're going to notice that stuff all the time. And I know that's that's how I am. So it's it's frustrating, but just kind of the uh, it's just kind of the way it's going to have to be. So uh, that was that was all we did, though. But like I said, about 45 minutes there, most of the time was spent waiting for for pizza to be ready. But it was it was definitely not as it was not as controlled as I thought it was going to be. Like I said, it's I just expected everyone who was going to be in the same mindset that that I was in that, you know, it's keep the mask on and there's plenty of room to walk around in city walk. So there's no need to come within six feet of other people. Uh, There was just way too many people out there who just didn't ignore it, didn't care. Uh, And so that caught me off guard. But again, that's not something that I can knock universal on. I can knock them on not having enough team members around to make sure that people are following the rules and in policing everything. But uh, ultimately, it does come down to hoping that the other guests who are there have the same respect for the rules that you do. And I, the time that I was there just might have been a fluke. So I don't want to say that that's how it is all the time. I would definitely go back to City Walk uh, in this period, and I will. I will probably be at the parks when they reopen as well, too. But I'm going to 
you know, I'm going to make sure that I'm I'm paying more attention to where other people are the next time if other people aren't going to pay attention to where I am. I think that's that's kind of the biggest takeaway. And other than that, it was it was it 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 felt it felt like a safe environment. So every all all the feedback that I heard was pretty much right on for the most part from other people. So if if you're here and specifically in Florida and you're still on the fence about going, I would I would recommend it. Just say again, pay attention to the other people around you because it's very unlikely that a lot of people are going to be paying attention to you. So that's my thoughts on being at Universal City Walk for the first time since it reopened. Uh, if you have any further questions for me, of course, you can always leave those down in the comments below here on on YouTube if that's where you're watching it. And if you're listening to this show, uh, either on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, uh, you can always tweet at me and ask me questions. So I am at Teleclaster or Instagram. I'm the same handle. So if you want to find me on there and send me a message, I'm far worse about answering messages on Instagram than than Twitter. But I will, I will, I will, I will see your questions eventually and, and answer them as much as I can. But yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, just go ahead and leave those questions down in the comments below and please make sure you're subscribed to us if you're not already. Uh, and you'll know that by hitting the big red subscribe button if it's there and available for you. And if you hit that bell right next to it, you'll get notified when we have new videos come out as well for Universal and uh, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, all the other topics that we cover. And uh, also hit that thumbs up on this video if you haven't yet. Tell me you like it or hit the thumbs down and tell me you dislike it. Either way, let me know by hitting that that button. And uh, again, if you're listening to this, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, make sure you're subscribed if you can and uh, leave us feedback, ratings, and reviews as well too. So uh, thank you so much. If you need further information beyond everything I just said, disunplug.com. That's the home of our show notes page for this show and all the others on the Disunplug podcast network. But I think that is it with all of that information out of order from what I usually do. But hey, I'm by myself. Got to be a little bit crazy. So thank you so much for everyone out there for listening and watching. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you next week for an actual episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Bye.